now I'd like to bring on my special guest. He's a guy I've known for a lot of years. To me, undoubtedly the best physical therapist in the game. My guy, Sharif Taba. What's good, brother? What up, man? How you doing, man? Appreciate you coming on, man. Appreciate you having me. Thank you. Thank you for coming through to the man cave. I like it. I yeah. like it. So let's tell, I'll tell a little about I'll tell the people about how we met. I mean, I met Sharif. I want to say maybe 2012, 2013, yeah. It's like year six in the league for me, and I had a lot of chronic issues with my ankle. Um, I had a whole bunch of sprains, no, no dorsiflexion, and that's a medical term for you people that don't know. My ankle doesn't really bend at all. Right. Um, I, I had some necrosis, some ligament damage, and I, and I met Sharif, and I've been working with him ever since then, and I've gotten way more, you know, rotation in my ankle. I've been able to do things as... With, with the, the chronic issues I've had with my ankle, it's been hard sometimes to even walk, you know, and I, people always say, you walk kind of funny, yeah, it's because my ankle is janky, I always say, it's, my ankle's really janky, and, and working with Sharif, man, he's really opened up my ankle, I've been able to, to play football for, what, five years after the, the time I first met you, I mean, it's a chronic issue, I will have to get it done, you know, have a surgery eventually, but being able to still play at a high level, with all those issues, is a thanks to this man right here, man. Appreciate that. So uh, we'll, we'll go ahead and get right into it. What do you think separates you from most physical therapists? Uh, sure. So, I mean, I think a lot of what I try to do is, is incorporate uh, principles of performance training and mix it with traditional physical therapy. Um, you know, we put a big emphasis on manual therapy, taking our time, really getting joint modes to tissue work to whatever it might be to kind of prepare the body and then doing some basic activation exercises and then kind of progressing all the way to uh, performance exercises and kind of blending the training side and the rehab side into one. All right. When I first met you, I think you were working with, with Jaguar or Force. Correct. And now you've kind of moved on to your own thing. You got athletics. You see this shirt right there? Slight like pub. Athletics. <laughs> Why don't you tell us what that process was like, you know, being working under somebody practically and now like having your own practice and everything? Yeah, for sure. Um, it was a cool transition. I mean, being able to go from you know, learning in the game, being new to the game. Um, you know, I come from a background of training, performance training, personal training, things like that, and then working in the field of physical therapy and learning more about how the medical side works and then realizing, okay, let's combine these two. And that's kind of how I fell into such a nice niche working with all the guys um, over there. And, and then uh, quickly realized this is something I wanted to do a little bit differently than it was being done. So I decided to kind of step on my own, do my own thing. And it's been, it's been a blessing ever since. Yeah, we uh, we already discussed it, but you've worked with some of the best in the game, Odell, AB, Cam Johnson, who was just a you know a high first round pick for the Phoenix Suns. How are you able to get to all these guys, and what do you think it is about you that makes them specifically want to work with you? Uh, I mean, can I ask that? No, <laughs> but uh, I think ultimately, um, you know, my approach, you know, just taking that taking the time. A lot of these guys are so used to types of treatment that they might get in different facilities or, or even with the team that might not be as much one-on-one -on -one attention. Um, I like to really focus on figuring out what the problem is, where the limitation is, and then and attacking it both from a you know, medical standpoint, but also from a functional standpoint. I really like to sit and say, all right, you know, okay, yeah, your groin hurts, but what does it hurt? What are you, what are you doing when it hurts? Mm -hmm. Let's talk about how we can attack it from that functional standpoint and kind of improve that. Um, and I think just relatability, you know, yeah. being, being a guy who can kind of be young and, you know. Exactly. Shoot the shit. I don't know if <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Here, but, no, you can, man. <laughs> okay, podcast, yeah, so, you can. Yeah, shoot the shit and yeah, yeah. just have a good time. So, um, yeah. Yeah, and I think the, the great thing about you is you're great for pre-injury, but I think there's nobody better in the game for somebody that's already been injured and working their way that. back. You've had so many guys re return from ACLs, back injuries, me with the ankle injury. What specifically do you tell? I know you talked about the, the functionality and everything. 
What do you think in your program specifically helps get guys back faster than they would with most other guys? And also, if you look at this guy, pause, he's a specimen. He's not a small guy. He's not a small guy. So the thing is, when you work with him, it's not going to be a feel-good thing where you're just getting a little soft tissue. This guy takes you out on the field and practically whoops your ass. <laughs> this is what happens. So just, just explain that. For, for guys coming back from injury, what do you think your program does and why has it been so effective? Yeah, I mean, not to sound redundant, but I think a big part of it is really being able to, to work on both that medical side and that performance side and be able to take the time necessary. So, you know, a traditional therapy session might only be 45 minutes to an hour, but we might spend almost two hours with somebody. So yeah. taking that extra time that's necessary to put in the work from a manual therapy standpoint to really prep the tissue, um, really focus on what the injury might be, the mobility, the joints around it, how that needs to be addressed. So if, for you, for example, when we wet the ankle, we didn't just do the ankle, we did the ankle, we did the hip, exactly. we did the low back, all these things, get it all prepped for maybe 45 minutes, do some activation for 15, 20 minutes, and then get into some stronger exercises and, and even performance work. So, um, you know, I, I love being able to blend my background of strength and conditioning and uh, physical therapy and be able to kind of put those two together into one big, you know, morph. Yeah, I mean, you've done an amazing job. and Appreciate that. Everybody's seen the videos out there of AK balancing on a med ball <sighs> while catching what object you're throwing. I don't even know how do you, how do you explain. What are those things that you're sure. throwing? Sure, yeah, those are called eco sticks. But so they're uh, like a three-pronged stick that has different colors on them. And, and basically, um, it's a good hand coordination tool, but also like a, a an audible response tool, reaction time and things like that. And when I got my hands on it, the, the concept is you throw the – object the, the eco stick to a guy you call out the color right red blue left whatever it might be and they listen and they grab the stick but i said okay we got to level this up so yeah. how do i take this and make this like a hundred times harder yeah. let's add a balance component yeah. so we put them on you know single leg balance on a bosu and now that basic balance exercise just got significantly harder too because you have to react and you're not just thinking about let me balance okay let me go grab this stick but what color did he say exactly. what hand did he say so and now your brain's not thinking about everything exactly yeah. yeah so it's like you know, in sport, you're never thinking about one thing. You're thinking about the play. You're thinking about what's the defender doing. How am I reacting to that? How do I, okay, I got hit here, but I bounced over here. So you have to challenge the body in all these different ways at the same time. Yeah, and I think Alvin's already come out and said working with you has just helped his balance and his core strength immensely. I mean, when he gets hit by a defender, how he's able to stay on his feet. It's some of the videos that I've seen are just, this guy's a machine. Yeah. But I think he owes a lot of that to you. And, and people gave you some gruff about some of those videos because, like, how safe is that? This guy can fall down. Right. Well, explain to the people there's a learning curve there. That's, sure. You don't go straight to like stand on a ball and catch an object, you know, out of, out of the air. Yeah, no, for sure. So I mean, that the biggest thing there is, uh, you know, we always joke. It's like that wasn't first day. Hey, nice to meet you. Jump on this ball and let's get crazy. So <laughs> exactly, uh, you know, it was it was a long, slow process. I was working, you know, for example, with AK since uh, draft prep in 2017, I think it was, or 2016, 2017, mm. and uh, just taking our time, you know, working on balance on the ground and realizing, okay, we had some stuff to deal with here. You know, we had some injuries just banged up from college, um, and we knew we had, to, we had to kind of build a foundation and work from there. So starting from a single leg on the ground to a single leg on the BOSU to little squats on the BOSU to knees on the Swiss ball to standing on the Swiss ball to hand-eye coordination on the Swiss ball. So it's a natural progression over really a good three and a half years working together. Yeah, definitely. And like I said, to me, there's nobody better in the business right now. So we've talked a lot of medical stuff. Now let's get into to your personal life. <laughs> well, who is Sharif outside of the physical therapy uh, stratosphere? For sure. Uh, I mean, I live and breathe, you know, I live and breathe just like fitness and working out. So, you know, you know, I'm always in the gym every no day. Question. <laughs> I love to jump in with the guys and work out whenever yeah. possible. Um, but outside of that, I mean, travel's my biggest love. We've always really connected on that. I just love to travel. 
um, travel, scuba diving, whatever I can get into to, to risk my life a little bit, but have a good time. <laughs> <laughs> sure. uh, where, where are some of the places you've been to it, and what was your favorite destination? Sure. Um, some of the places I've gone are kind of the more extreme ones being Uganda, Kenya, um, oh, Thailand. Um, we did the Philippines this past year. It was pretty awesome. But for me, I think Africa as a whole was, was my favorite. Yeah. If I really had to narrow it down, maybe Kenya, because that's kind of where you see the big five and all that. That was just like a childhood dream. It was like so surreal. Yeah, um, I'm looking forward to me and uh, Carlos Dunn. I've actually been nice. talking about that. His birthday is coming up in February, like you always know. We've actually been talking about Africa. Like We've been all these other places, oh. but we haven't been to Africa. And I'm excited. So we're kind of planning that trip right now. He's in the season, so it's hard to plan for that. For sure. Can you name all the, the, the places you've been to out of the country? Or how many oh numbers God. are the numbers? <laughs> I mean, it's funny because, like, I always feel like I can't be on vacation unless I'm somewhere and my phone doesn't work. Exactly. So, like, I, I can't just go somewhere local. I'm always I'm always trying to get out of the country. But, I mean, I lived in Australia for a little while, so I was out there. Um, I've been through Europe, um, Spain. Uh, I did some Eastern Europe this year. We yeah. did, um, like, uh, Prague and, and Budapest and some other uh, areas out there. My favorite is Costa Rica. We always talk about Costa Rica. No question. Love Costa Rica. Got, got married there, so it's my favorite spot. Nice, nice. Um, so, yeah, just trying to keep it. Keep it moving. That's so dope. You also talked about uh, scuba diving. You know me, I'm more of a free diver. I yeah. like to go out there. Hold my breath. Tank, and he's trying to get me on the tank. <laughs> Where are some of the, the, the most exotic or best places you've scuba dived at? Um, sure. So we've definitely done some exotic ones for that. Um, yeah. I mean, Asia is where it's at when it comes to scuba diving and even free diving. You have a blast out there. Yeah. Um, a trip we did earlier this past year was um, the Philippines. And we went all the way out to this island, Malapasqua Island. It's called and you can see these uh, 12 to 15 foot thresher sharks. So it's the only place that you can see them in the world because they actually live really, really deep, but they come up to the shallows, which was about 100 feet deep. <laughs> the shallows. Yeah, you're not doing that without a tank. But, uh, exactly. And so you get to see them, they come up for like, a cleaning station. Um, and you know, you're in the water at 5.30 in the morning. It was, it was super badass, but it was an oh, amazing, amazing dope. experience. Yeah, Yeah, man, he's been trying to get me on these tanks for a while. Yeah. I think eventually <laughs> I'm gonna have to just go ahead and get certified. Yes, What's I need another partner. Let's go. <laughs> I hear that, I hear that. <laughs>